0: You use skincare products? Do you ever wonder if they really work? You're gonna get the answers right now about the $500 billion cosmetic industry. Get ready to save lots of money. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give you their message of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're talking to doctor, author, and change agent, Dr. Fain Fry. Did you know that you see an on average between 4,000 and 10,000 times per day ads sending you the subliminal message that you're not good enough the way you are? Getting you to spend your money on miracle lotions and creams, promising to make you look radiant, glowing, and 10 years younger? Listen, as Dr. Fry, with 30 years of experience as board-certified dermatologist, gives you facts. You get to find out right now whether your current products really support healthy skin. You get the leading national expert. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope, Dr. Fane Fry. Thank you for having me, Lauren. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah. Okay, so what made you write this book? to turn the cosmetics industry on its head. I mean, you're successful. You don't need to write a book about the big hoax. I'm going to let you talk about it when you've already got everything going on.
1: And so what was the catalyst? Uh, great question. Um, the skincare industry is a really great industry. It makes products that are really good for us, but it's also the source of all the confusion because of the market. And the skincare industries do what Businesses do best, right? They advocate for their shareholders, which makes perfect sense. The other thing you have to realize about skincare is most consumers don't understand the ingredients, right? Like, do you know what triethanolamine or isopropyl isopropylmerastate or, I don't know, propylene glycol? You, when you read the ingredient listing, which is the most important information on that skincare bottle, so it's a blind item. So we have the skincare company advocating for itself, right? And we have media, which is great, but they want sensationalism because they want the audience for ad dollars. So they're advocating for themselves. As a chemistry lover, a chemistry student, nobody, I realized, is advocating for the consumer. So I decided it was time to put all my knowledge into a book, and that uh, was the impetus behind the skincare hoax. But was there something? I mean, did something happen? Did
0: somebody come in to see you and you're like, I've just had it? Did you have a patient like, <laughs> is there, that was like, I'm so broke buying all these products? Or is there like... Did something like something has to like you're where you're like, I've just had it. People need to know. I'll tell you
1: one story. A drug rep came into my office, which they do regularly. And this was a rep from a reputable skincare company. And they were showing me their new hand cream. I had already been familiar with their body lotion. And then they also had a baby body lotion with a different label. And I looked at the ingredients and the listings were the same. So I looked at the hand cream listing. Lauren, it was the same ingredient listing as both the body cream and the baby body cream. And I looked at the drug rep and I said, you know, this is really nice. It does say hand cream. It's a fraction of the size. It's twice the price. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Dr. Fry, it's actually the same exact product. We just repackaged it. And I knew, I knew right there and then I had to do something. That was when your insides were like, I can't keep doing this. People need to know. People need to know. I remember, I don't sell anything. I, I don't care what people use. I'm not trying to sell a product line. I don't work for any particular skincare company. I'm just trying to advocate for the consumer. I go to CVSs and and Targets and Walmarts and I stand at that big wall of creams and I sit there and I watch consumers as they're like totally befuddled at trying to pick, yeah. pick product. You know, they open the lids and they smell them and like they're just, they just don't know how to pick the product because they don't understand what's in it.
0: Yeah okay, so now I know what the catalyst is. And I am the most clueless person anyway. I'm probably not the best person to interview you, but that, maybe that's good. But uh, I, I mean, you and I kind of bonded over the fact that I was like, I that stuff, also, I get really scared about it. I have a lot of friends that it's the slippery slope of once you start doing certain things, like you're looking in the mirror a lot. And if you take care of your insides, I believe it shines onto the outsides and you look good, but that's not the cream. So- and things like that. I mean, it's important to see a dermatologist and make sure your skin is checked. But all those bottles and things that you don't want to insult your dermatologist. Everyone can't be in New York City to see you. So how do
1: you become a good consumer of the products? What's really needed? I think education is what's really needed. I mean, consumers need to understand that Eye creams and night creams and, and day creams and neck creams and, you know, anti-aging creams and age-defying creams. And we can talk all about that anti-aging market. That's another whole podcast in and of itself. The consumer needs to understand these are cosmetics. And in this country, you know, you, you have the knowledge, you know, in this country, we have laws. And in 1938, there's a law and it's very clear. It says is a manufacturer intends to produce a product that intends to change the structure or function of any organ. In this case, we're talking about the skin. By law, that's a drug and it has to go through the FDA, and get pre-market approval, prove safety and efficacy. If the product just intends to adorn, like lipstick or, or color cosmetics or a moisturizer that just hydrates the skin, it doesn't really intend to change permanently the, t- the structure or function of skin. It's a cosmetic. And companies know this. They don't intend to produce a product that's going to be long lasting. They can't by law. So, <sighs> this is something that the consumer has to understand. There are limitations to what all these products can do because that's how our laws are designed. You don't have to go to the wrinkle stuff. You have to. So,
0: there's anything like, I guess the kids can conceal, but you've got, I don't know, peptides or, you know, you've got all these things that are mm-hmm. wrinkle reducing or that you don't need a prescription for. You can just, I, I'm like looking at my wrinkles. <laughs> really, I don't you look think, great. I don't <laughs> anyway, we're not going to I don't care like enough. I, I care and I don't, you know, let's go with all the age
1: defying products because there's, I mean, there's just more than you can even count of that stuff. Sure. These are cosmetics, right? These don't intend to change your structure or function of skin. So I guess that's so, the answer there. Nothing more. Well, that's the answer. But in my opinion, anti-aging, <laughs> Lauren is by far the most brilliant marketing term on the planet. There is no such thing as anti-aging. Science hasn't discovered what causes aging. There are scientists all over the world trying to figure it out. But to date, there's not a single product. There's not a single ingredient that can actually reverse the aging process. And so now you have a cosmetic, which is just there to adorn. And they have marketing on the front because nobody understands the back panel. And so they can put anti-wrinkle, they can put age defying. And remember the compliant language for a cosmetic those, these ads don't say gets rid of your wrinkle, right? That would be a change in structure. That's a drug claim. They say decreases the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. It's subtle, but that's compliant language for a cosmetic. So you ask what do consumers do. They've got to get educated. They've got to understand these little nuances. It will totally change the way they purchase products. And something interesting I saw when I was reading everything is you don't even need a
0: certain number of glasses of water. And that's coming from you, a runner, an athlete. Like, And, and I found that to be fascinating that you don't need eight glasses of water a day or whatever it is. I, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. Listen, hydration is important. You want to yeah. be hydrated. But I'm talking about people who are healthy. Our bodies are amazing. When your body is healthy, and you eat a nutritious diet, you will get almost 30% of your required water content through your diet, through fruits and vegetables, which have high water content. Mm-hmm. And the body is so amazing that it will tell you when you really need more water. It will make you feel thirsty. When you feel thirsty, a healthy body is like, okay, I need water. This eight classes, you know, it depends if you're older, if you're younger, if it's the, in July and you're very hot, or if it's in the winter, the amount of water you really need a day, has, there are so many variables. So so whoever came up with this, you have to have eight glasses of water a day. I have patients that are like trying to force feed themselves water and they're miserable. I'm like, you don't need to do that. Okay, (laughs) I just wanted to throw that in. I thought, oh, that's (laughs) so interesting. I don't do that, but, you know, I try to hydrate it. Yeah, But remember, I'm talking about healthy people, right? If you have kidney stones or you're on certain medications, you have to talk to your physician and they'll tell you how much you know, water you should be, be you know, intaking. But I'm talking in general. There are so many myths that we hear pertaining to the skin that just aren't true. What about the fact that people want to believe it, though? Right. They see this.
0: They want to believe this is going to make them look better. And so they buy it almost as a placebo. They buy it and they they'll put it on and be like, it makes them feel
1: better just to do that. They think they feel the wrinkles. For one. a short period of time, but everybody seems yes. to move on to the next product. Clearly, right, right, if there's right, one right. product that worked, we'd all be using it. But that's not how it works. You just you product bounce. You go from product to product to product. And to make matters worse, we start at $10 an ounce. An ounce is a shot glass. So at $10 an ounce, you're paying $160 a pound. You go up to $20 an ounce. Now you're up to $320 a pound. Then you wiggle your way up $50, $80. I have patients spending $100 an ounce. That's $1,600 a pound. And here in New York, you can go to Park Avenue, Madison Avenue. You can buy an ounce of some miraculous anti-aging cosmetic for $500 for this ounce. That's $8,000 a pound. I can't think of any perishable I can even consider spending $8,000 a pound on. But this is how it works. And the reason you bounce from product to product to product is because none of them are doing what you expect them to okay. do. How about moisturizers? We need moisturizers, right? Because I can't live without a moisturizer, so... <laughs> I have dry skin, I want a moisturizer. (laughs) Okay, but you hit the nail on the head. You have dry skin and you know you have dry skin. You see the flakes, you see the scales. I would agree with you. You need moisturizer. My skin functions best when it's hydrated, when it's moisturized. So you need a moisturizer. But if you didn't have dry skin, you wouldn't need a moisturizer. And especially if i like been in uh, Hawaii or something, then I
0: really need to moisturize like a gazillion
1: times a day. Mm -hmm. It's like sunscreen. You're a dermatologist. I'm not going to say not go without that. You got to go with the sunscreen. That's the best product on the market, in my opinion. Is there a certain SPF that we all need to know? Yeah, oh, sure. 30 or higher. And put okay. it on liberally and put it on every single day, even uh, even in the winter, even when it's raining, put it on every single day. Okay.
0: <laughs> Figured I'd better get that in. Yeah, um, important. Okay. Are there moisturizers that are better than others? Because there's some that are incredibly expensive and there's some that are
1: just, you can go to the CBS Rite Aid, whatever. Save, I don't know. First of all, there's no correlation between what you spend on a moisturizer and how well it works. And I know that because I test the products in my office. I have a wonderful machine. We actually can test water hydration. With, it's an objective test with a machine called a corneometer. We give patients products. They use them on their forearms for a week. They come back and we retest how much water is in the skin. So we know not only if it works, but we know which ones work. So which products do I recommend? I recommend well Formulated moisturizers made by nationally and internationally known brands. Ones that you can buy at the drugstore or the supermarket. They're available. They're safe. They're effective. They're the most affordable. They're the best bang for the buck. And does it matter if it's face or body? I use one product for both. Um, I know you whether you know it or not. I have my website Fryface f r y f a c e, and I created this website again. I don't sell anything, so that people can pick products that are again safe, effective, affordable, and available. They can pick moisturizers, cleansers, sunscreens um, without breaking the bank. Everything, your book, everything is in the show notes and in the description
0: of the podcast. Everything is listed. So there's links to everything for you. Because I always use a different body moisturizer, face moisturizer. Not that, well, my face one is expensive. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I've been using it ever since a friend from law school showed it to me. It's my splurge and it's thick and it's good and And if I use any and that is the only thing if I call it a cosmetic and you've now verified that.
1: Well, you like it and that's fine if you like it and
0: it works for you. That's That's wonderful. But you're saying it doesn't make a difference between face and body. Hmm.
1: (laughs) So there you go. Not for most products.
0: Yeah. So when you meet people, what's the most common question you get asked? Where does your name come from? That's
1: funny. <laughs> Where did your name come from? That's true. People are like, why is your name Fane? My name is Fane because my mother needed an F. Um, and the tradition in my family was to name someone after somebody who was deceased and she wanted to use the F. Uh, and my family were entertainers and family friends were entertainers. And my grandfather's closest friend was a gentleman named Sammy Fane. He was a famous songwriter. And uh, so she used his last name. Pain, and that's where my name comes from. That's a good story. Yep. But that is the most common question okay. I ask. And the other one is, of course, is there an anti wrinkle cream and which one should I use? Okay. And the answer is none. <laughs> the answer is sunscreen. No, the answer is sunscreen. There's definitely an oh, answer. Oh, okay. Sunscreen by far is the best quote unquote anti aging product because preventing the wrinkle is ideal. There's no way to get rid of a wrinkle with a moisturizer. Uh, I have been doing this over three decades. I've never seen anyone get rid of a wrinkle from a moisturizer. Yeah. And and it just doesn't happen. But if you prevent them and you wear sunscreen every single day, and there's even studies now that show wearing sunscreens every day can actually improve the appearance of skin, dark spots, and some tone and texture. So, Okay, what about dark spots? There's all those products to get rid of dark spots. How do you get rid of those? Well, again, these are cosmetics. Prevention is by far the best, which is why I say with sunscreen, there are prescription options. There are laser options. There are options to get rid of dark spots. But I have yet to see an over-the-counter cosmetic for whether it's $10 an ounce or $500 an ounce really get rid of a dark spot. Uh, certainly no better than sunscreen. So that's why I tell people if you, you know, wear, wear sunscreen and you'll do yourself a huge, huge bit of good. Yeah, yeah. So do people come in and just pour their hearts out to you? <laughs> they pour their hearts out to me and they pour out bags of products. They pour yeah. them out on a, you know examining table. And they go, what do I need? What do I use? Look, people are confused and overwhelmed. We're bombarded. Forbes says between four and 10,000 messages a day, women see with the underlying message that, you know, we're not good enough the way we are. Lauren, I don't know about you, but my mother never said to me, you know, to really be a good person, you need to apply a serum. I mean, she just (laughs) never used those words.
0: Yeah, no, My mom never told me how to be a good person. I I was (laughs) all learning it learning it by the seat of my pants, but I got it. (laughs) Right, but this is what we do. These are the messages. we do unto others. It's like all that stuff. Like, you know, it'll show on your face.
1: (laughs) You're absolutely right. Health matters. Accomplishments matter. Kindness matters. And none of those things comes in a bottle or a tube or a syringe. I'm sorry to say, but that is the truth. Yeah,
0: kindness is like... It is it being De- helping others doing all of that, It'll <laughs> lift you up, it'll rise, your, your vibration rises, you feel buoyed. And like, you go about your day, and you're happier. And then you've got this smile and everything about you just kind of lights up. And mm-hmm. that's the stuff you can't buy. So absolutely right. That's totally it. So when you your head starts going, and there's no way your head, I mean, it happens to everybody, you start up doing something new. Is this your first book, I imagine? And yes. I always talk about people. Was there a point when your head started going, what am I doing writing a book? I'm a doctor. Why am I writing a book? What are people going to think? Like all the stuff like me when I started the <laughs> podcast. like Like how do you, what do you do with your negative self-talk and all of that? Do you have tools that you do?
1: Well, I fall back on gratitude. You know, I entered this product with a lot of trepidation. I'll be honest. I, I'm not a writer. Um, I've, I've been writing for online magazines, just sharing my expertise, but I was never, quote unquote, an author. That's not what my intent was. Um, I had a very good family friend, Mary Higgins Clark. I'm sure she's a household name. She's a brilliant yeah. writer. She's, she's not with us any longer, but she's New York Times bestseller. list probably 40 times. And I said, Mary, I said, look, you've done this so many times. I said, give me some advice. I I feel sometimes I feel stressed about it. And and she looked at me and she said three words. Those three words she said was finish the book. That's all she said. (laughs) I love that. And so I plowed through and I just kept hearing her words. Finish the book. And it happened. I mean, um, look, I'm very passionate about, about this. I meet in my office, Lauren, really accomplished, kind, terrific women. And all too many of us, myself included, you look in the mirror and you feel inadequate about yourself for some crazy, trivial yeah. you know, flaw. It's not good. And I'm talking really terrific, accomplished professionals, stay home moms. I have got patients who they stay home and take care of their kids. And some of these kids are really, they, they have a lot of needs. I mean, these, some of these are special needs kids. Really terrific moms, and yet they're beating themselves up over a wrinkle. I'm the ultimate wrinkle defender, by the way, or a pigment spot. And so I really think the underlying message is you really are adequate the way you are, and you don't need all this stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Affirmation, staying in gratitude that we have our health, and can walk, or whatever it is, if you can't walk, that you can write and see and hear. I mean, you've got one of those. You Mm -hmm. can hear. I mean, there's a podcast I'm friends with. He's blind. And wow. he's so funny. He's like the funniest, <laughs> one of the funniest people I know. And uh, he's a great podcaster. That's what It wonderful. happened in a medical accident when he was getting ready to go to college. Yes. Graduating high school. So great guy. So, yeah, staying in gratitude is is huge. I love that as an yeah.
1: Gratitude is the best. And also a dose of humor. And, you know, we have to be able to laugh at ourselves. We oh, all God, screw yeah. up. And we do. And you learn from it. And you're a better person today because you screwed up. And mm-hmm. that's who isn't human. Who doesn't do that, right? Yeah. So oh, humor yeah. and gratitude. And and I think doing things for others is is really is sort of the cherry on the cake. If you can do something that others benefit from, in my opinion, it gives you a little meaning. And I think... Happiness comes from a meaningful life, not the other way around. And so that's what I fall back on.
0: Yeah, those are great.
1: So what's the hardest challenge that you've gone through and how'd you get through it? Oh, hardest challenge. Well, raising four children is a a daunting task. You know, the the trials and tribulations of having teenagers and their experimentation with things that you don't want them to experiment with. That was a challenging task. But again, you fall back on gratitude. They're healthy kids. They're going to make it through. And I think that that I've been very blessed. Uh, I am very fortunate. And the luckiest day of my life, I say, was the day I was born. I was born to two parents who love each other and were good to us. I never had to worry about where my next meal was coming from. I was educated, which is a privilege in and of itself. I think is my husband and my biggest accomplishments are our four kids. Yeah, I know. And then they're, when they're live, they think, oh, like, we don't know. Like, we didn't do it. <laughs> All the stuff that yeah, they're like. Right. Like, but see, they're great adults. They're fantastic yeah, adults. Yeah, making so, the world a better place. I'm grateful yeah. as can be. So it's all good. I only have one liar, so but,
0: <laughs> and she'd get caught. <laughs> she started. She started really young. She forged yeah. my name in uh, kindergarten, her first name, oh, wow. It was phonetic because she didn't know how to write yet. Like <laughs> note, it was. Great. They knew it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, love Lauren Abrams, <laughs> like. <laughs> Please excuse Molly Abrams from PE. I saved the note for her bat mitzvah. No, no. That's funny. I'm saving this. Yeah, it was classic.
1: It is definitely classic. Do you have a message of hope you want to give? Perhaps I can share this. People ask me the best advice for healthy skin. And I tell you the best advice for healthy skin is a healthy body. And the best advice I can give you for a healthy body is not a simple answer. And it's not the sexy answer people want to hear because there's no quick fix. It's everything you already know, but need to be reminded. It's a nutritious diet. It's good nights of sleep. It's exercise on a regular basis. It's trying to keep your weight in the normal BMI range, not because you have to be more beautiful, because to me, it's much more important, the concept of wellness than is beauty. And sunscreen every day, moisturize if you're dry. I always add a dose of laughter. I don't have the science to prove that, but I truly believe it's the best. And I always tell women to look in the mirror and say these four little words, right? Dear me, I'm awesome. And I can't tell you how many women have a hard time with those four little words. And I think that's an exercise we all need to, to embrace on a regular basis. Oh, I love that. And to do it out loud. and Yeah, I I, shout it from it, the um, rooftops.
0: Absolutely. And I can remember the first time I did anything like that and I was all alone in the house and like, looking around, just make sure nobody's watching. Like I'm alone, but I felt like an
1: SNL skit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's we're reminded on a daily basis that we're inadequate. And I think we need to remind ourselves that we're not only adequate, we're awesome. Yeah, it's we are. we intended we're awesome people. And we have to remind ourselves and each other of that. Yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean, guys look in the mirror and all they see are the good stuff. We look in the mirror and we see yeah. the negative. And it's so important to, to see all the good in Perfect. ourselves. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. Yes. You're awesome. Uh, you this is great. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest today. I'm 52 weeks to hope. It was my honor. And thank you for having me. And of course, we will have all the links. Terrific. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you Dr. Fry's messages of joy, honesty, and clarity. Such great messages to take into your week ahead. Remember to focus on the good, surround yourself with positive people who lift you up and you can be your authentic self with practice positive self-talk pay attention to what you're telling yourself remember whatever you tell yourself you're right try to get outside at least once a day for your own mental well-being i need to listen to that myself as well and be sure to tune in next week for another empowering episode it's all about how to live abundantly authentically and learn how to transform your relationship to money so you can work less, make more and have fun. It's a really great episode with Dr. Amanda. That's next week. You'll love that one. She's amazing. Also, be sure to sign up for free confidence and clarity boost sessions. If you're struggling, this might be for you. Help you align with your path for those that feel like life's passing them by, your inner critics going nonstop you feel burnt out, maybe you're jealous of those doing what it is that you wish you were doing, signups are on the website for the Clarity and Confidence Boost sessions. These are just for a limited time and they're filling up really fast. So they're free. They're only like 15 or 20 minutes. So you can go ahead and sign up for that. I'm really grateful for everybody who's listening and leaving such great reviews on Apple. I've been getting really good reviews and I really appreciate it. I'm really grateful for all of you. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.